Blog Talk Radio. Okay, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. We have problems. How do we handle our problems in life? Use the Bible. Let's look at life's problems and how to handle them. Set up a teaching here that would be a blessing to every last one of you. How do you handle life's problems? Um, we are living in some very, very serious, critical times. And how we handle life's problems is very important in our everyday life. Some of us turn to alcohol, some may turn to drugs, some may turn to sleep, some may turn to life's problems with so much pressure is that they'll try to escape through eating, uh, sex to for, for, for relief but still opens up other doors. All of these, I can just go on a number of uh, uh, loss of appetite, but God doesn't want us to to um, go that route. Um, I had a person to call me, and as I was talking to him, God moved on my heart to bring this sermon because everyone is dealing with something. I get people there call me, hey, what's up? And they just don't say nothing. And you know the Lord said to me, they want you to explain everything to them what's going on. Can't no human being help you? Not when it comes to supernatural power. They can help you with their faith. But how do you handle these problems in life? I hate to tell you, but if you don't know, you should know that demons work and do a lot to make your problems worse. And a lot of people don't realize that. In coming to the earth, Jesus promised for us to destroy the works of the devil in 1 John 3, 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For the purpose of the Son of God was manifest that he might, look at this now, might destroy the works of the devil. Might That might is based on you and what you do. I get people call me, they tell me how they feel. I don't feel like this is going to work out. And you're depending on something that the Bible never tells us to depend on. It doesn't tell us to depend on our soul. It says to depend on our spirit. God is a spirit, and you have to worship him in spirit and in truth. How do you handle your problems? And you'll be shocked to see that a lot of us worry. That ain't going to do any, any good. You're trying to figure something out. And the devil likes that because it keeps you away from God. Do you know that God cares for all of us regardless of these situations? I'm going through trials and tribulation. I, I work long hours. Long, long, long. I have no social life. I don't want no social life. I don't desire a social life. But I do have problems. Everybody on earth have problems. How do you deal with it? What do you do as a Christian towards your problem? Well, a lot of you have heard this scripture before and everyone has uh, 
preached it, I'm quite sure, in times past, but I would like to break this down more in-depth with more scriptures in dealing with how do you handle your problem. You're supposed to cast your care upon the Lord. You're supposed to. But I'm finding that people want to call other people to bless them. They want to call other people to give them something. They want to call other people to see what they can get and not ask God to go through the human factor. That's not the right way to go because people can't bless you. Only God. God can use people as instruments to, to bless you, but people can't bless you, you know. So you need to keep that in mind. Now, I want to share this because I want everyone to listen to this and pay close attention. Heavenly Father, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Holy Spirit, use me as your oracle. Forgive us for all of our sins that we may have committed to you this day. We ask that the cleansing blood of Jesus wash us and protect us from the evil one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First, first Peter chapter 5, verse 7. How do we handle our problems? How do you handle life's problems? Well, it's easy to read this and not understand any more in-depth scriptures about this one particular verse. The Bible says, Casting all your care, not on, not on your husband, not on your wife, not on your bar friend, not on your girlfriend, not on your relatives, not on the pastor, and people will call me and overload me. And I got to hear all this, and I just start praying in tongues because... They're looking for me as an outlet for their redemption instead of Christ. And the church has to stop that. We have to believe the scriptures, not the person, but the scriptures that the person says. And then it becomes more effective. But it says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, we're going to get very deep into this. Because... When a person hears this, okay, cast your care upon it. If they don't have no faith, they're not going to do it. But, you know, knowledge is powerful. Maybe if you can see other scriptures that can show you that God cares for you, you won't go to man first. You'll go to God. So let's look at this. God cares for the afflictions of every one of his children. A true emphasizes throughout his word all in the Bible he says that and we're going to search that we're going to go to Psalms chapter 27 now I'm a word teacher let me say this here I'm not in here entertaining you sounding good jumping up and down ha, ha, ha. I don't do that I'm an instructor I'm a teacher I, I'm not a preacher I don't have a preaching anointing nor do I desire because God didn't give it to me and sometimes how you get the message should be very important that you get scripture that you can go and read the scripture that I give you so that you can see that it works. That way you believe the word and not me. Believe the word of God. Believe his word. You know, we put so much emphasis on the person, the pastor. Oh, they mean, I got to get them to talk to me. And uh, they got to give me some water. I got to go to the pastor to see him. I got to call him. Uh, that's good to do that. He's a spiritual leader, but don't depend on him. 
depend on God and his word. So let's look at this here. In Psalms chapter 27 uh, verse 10. Psalms 27.10. Psalms chapter 27 verse 10. When my father and my mother forsaken me, then the Lord will take me up. When you are dealing with a problem, remember that the Lord will take you up. It's in the Bible. I believe in Scripture. I have a problem. I'm dealing with some things in my life. And I pray in tongues a lot. And when I'm doing something outside the will of God, I stop it. I, I, I try to catch it as best I can. But I'm, I'm not perfect. I thank him for his grace. But when I'm going through situations with this radio ministry, the long hours I deal with, uh, Pastor Men, Pastor Earl, uh, trying to stream, the devil trying to stop us from streaming out of Macon, I just pray in the Holy Ghost. And when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are disconnected from the natural world. You are disconnected from the natural world. Why am I saying this? Because the topic today is how do you handle life's problems? I remember before I knew the Lord the way I know him, I would go get me some Russian vodka. And that's the way I would escape and drink it and just go to sleep. Wake up, take a shower, get the headache away, drink it again. These are escape mechanisms. The problems are still going to be there. Go out, have some fun, spend some unnecessary money that you don't have. These are outlets that don't bring any redemption to your problem. Only God. Let's read this again. 2710, Psalms 2710. When my father and my mother forsaken me. That's physical family. And people can forsake you. I'm, the Holy Spirit emphasizes so well when it used mother and father. That's the closest you can get. But God will be there for us. The Lord will take me up. You have to believe that when you're going through these problems. Another thing that I noticed throughout the years of me doing this since I got out of the military. A lot of people look at what they see. And they begin to believe on it. Can't do that. You can't look for what you see. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, For we walk by faith. And this is what the devil wants to do. He don't want you to walk by faith to believe God for that situation that you're dealing with. I don't care how bad the economy is worldwide. It don't affect the children of God. You're not of the world. I have chosen you, he said, John 15. You have not chosen me. I have chosen you. You are not of the world. The, Lord, the world will hate you because of me, he says that. So when you start looking at your sight, that brings fear. That opens up the door for how I'm going to pay this bill. Or, you know, most people's problems are bills, health, or depression, which is demonic. 
How are you handling your situation? Are you trusting in the Lord? Now, don't forget, we back at 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares upon him, for he cared for you. God cares for the afflictions of every one of his children, a true emphasize throughout his word. Let's look at Psalms chapter 37, verse 5. See, God cares for us. The devil don't want you to know it. Psalms 37, 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. When you're going through life's problems, read these scriptures instead of taking a bottle of liquor or snorting some cocaine or whatever you may be doing that's bringing an escape. You can overtake medication and it become drugs to you, opiates. I had a, a brother in the Lord would call me from St. Louis, Missouri. And he said, I just don't feel right today. I don't feel right. And as I keep hearing him say that, I said, you are putting that in existence. Death and life is in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18:21. Watch what you say when you're going through life's problem. Don't speak anything that's negative toward you believing what God's going to do for you. Tongues, again, as I say, is a very powerful, effective weapon to, to, to do and to operate. If you're having problems, if you're spirit-filled, if you're not, you need to ask the Lord to give you the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of, of speaking in tongues. When you speak in tongues, if you're going through a situation, I just go in the spirit, and I will stay speaking in tongues until I discern from my spirit not from my emotions and I can feel something lift 1 Corinthians 14 1 says follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts but rather that you may prophecy for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men see we don't need to be speaking unto men if we got a problem I speak unto God as I speak in an unknown tongue. Now, the unknown tongue you can't understand unless there be an interpreter, but that's a different subject. I don't want to go off into that. I want to stick to what God has put in my heart is to show people how do you handle life's problems. Politics, people are, are really messed up right now in America with the political thing and the, and the, and the financial uh, hurt and pain, the spirit of poverty is coming upon the U.S. How are we handling this? Unemployment, 42% in the United States, 62% of most Americans are in poverty. How do we handle this? I see people from Jamaica leave here. They go to America, say they, they, they leave. Uh, and I see uh, people come, say that they want a better opportunity, as if God can't make it better for them there. They got to go to another country to get to have economic means. I don't care what country you live in. God can meet your needs. So, you know, when I hear that, it just it's, I don't understand. What, what is this? We are not trusting in God's word. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh. He speaketh in the spirit. Now, in the book of Jude, last book of the Bible, after, right after Revelation, go back up, Jude. 
in Jude well there it is it's so little but it's very powerful in Jude 120 but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith watch this praying in the Holy Ghost so if you've got problems with your spirit field, pray in the Holy Spirit. Now, if you don't have you don't have the ability to, to speak in tongues, email me, over to maybe one at gmail.com, and we'll set up an appointment for you so you can get you to speak in tongues. The Bible says you should receive power after that the Holy Ghost come upon you, Acts 1.8. And the Bible also tells people don't stop no one from speaking in tongues. So uh, if someone tries you that, they're not allowed to. In First Corinthians chapter fourteen thirty nine, it says, "Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy and forbid not to speak with tongues." So don't don't let nobody forbid that to you. All right, we're going back to First Peter. We're showing scriptures that God cares for you uh, in your time of trouble. Scriptures are supposed to comfort us. The Bible, B I B L E, the Bi the word Bible, B I B L E. Basic instructions before leaving earth. This is a manual for, for Christians. So in the manual, it has a lot of things that it says that God cares for us, and you need to have assurance with that because of you going through situations in your life. God has shown me that some people run to people before they run to God. You run to your bank before you run. You run to the credit union to try to get along. You try to use your credit. Run to God. The Lord, God cares for us. Let's look at another scripture to show the emphasis of the care that he has for us. The next one is in Psalms chapter 40, verse 17. Psalms 40, verse 17. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tearing, oh my God. He's going to be here for us. See, the devil gets you to look at the situation and gets you to be fearful. And he put these thoughts into your mind. You can't allow the devil to do that. God loves us. Let's look at Psalms 55, verse 22. Psalms 55, verse 22. 55 verse 22 cast thy burdens upon the Lord don't that sound like 1st Peter 5 7 cast your care here's a burden care and burden how do we handle life's problems if try to handle it from the Bible perspective try to read it well I'm reading it I ain't changing nothing believe and let the word work cast thy burdens upon the Lord it didn't say upon your husband it didn't say upon your boyfriend. It didn't say upon your pastor, upon your dog or your animal, upon your best friend. It didn't say that. It says, cast thy burden upon the Lord. But do we do that? Now, during the time of a trial and tribulation, the devil comes to try to take the word out of your heart. We're going to show that to you. So don't let him do that. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. And you're only righteous through the blood of Jesus because all of us are sinners. Let's get that straight. Ain't no perfect man on earth. 
Don't believe the Pope. You don't know what the Pope doing. He ain't no holy father. If you're on earth and you're human, all has came short of God's glory. All right, now this is a good one in Matthew chapter 6, 25 through 34. Now, when you're going through a situation, study this, because it's going to give you some enlightenment of God's love for us. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? And most of us do the opposite of what Christ tells us. This is in red writing, meaning the author is the Holy Spirit. And we see something in red writing, these are the words of Jesus Christ himself 1,900 years ago. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. And what do we do? We take in thought for our life every time we wake up. The Bible tells us we're not supposed to do that. I take one day at a time. I ask the Lord to get me through this day, Lord. Get me through this day. Get me through this day. The devil's been coming at me. My phone is ringing. I got people want to call and just talk. I can't do it. I don't have the time. And, and, and I said, and I just have to pray in tongues, you know, because I don't want to get irritable. And I'll try to say, well, ma'am, I, I got the, oh, one more thing, you know, it, I need a secretary. And I pray that the Lord send, open up a door. My other secretary we have does all of the Facebook. We got a Facebook site, and she does all of that. Then I got situations with the, uh, with the electrical. I cast all this on God. I'm not perfect. I said, Lord, I put this on you. I don't worry. Try not to worry. Because if you worry, it's sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Romans 14, 23. Remember that. And the devil can get you to uh, start doubting God. And then he start putting stuff into your mind. And to tell you that it's not going to work. He's going to do, do anything he can to deceive you. He's the accuser of the brethren. In Romans 14:23, and he that doubted is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So you've fallen into sin when you are worrying. Because Jesus tells us, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Well, the light bill is a part of your life. Why are you worrying about that? Paying this bill, paying that bill. And people should tithe, because if you don't tithe, you're going to be under curse. Really, people have to tithe so that they can be protected. And I'm a person that talks on prosperity totally different than the word church of, uh, ideology, which is really de demonic. But if Christ tells us, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet your body, what you shall put on, is not the life more than meat and the body more than a raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Which of you, by taking thought, can add any cubic into his statues? Thinking and figuring the stuff out. You can't change nothing like that. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. 
Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is here today, and the tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith, that's why you worry, because we have a little faith. And what says not a faith is sin? Believe that God is going to take this situation that you're in and deliver you. He will. He says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Remember, casting all your care upon him for he cared. God cares for the afflictions of every one of his children. We're showing scriptures to that. Let's go to um, Matthew chapter 10, verse 29. Are not two sparrows sold for a fattering, and one of them it shall not feel on the ground without your father. Oh, and have mercy. Even God gives the permission for seeds to grow. But that the very hair of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are more value than my sparrow. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. God loves us, but the devil, Satan, which is the enemy of God, the enemy of mankind, and his demons, will put thoughts into your mind to get you to become fearful. Your soul, how, so many people tell me how they feel. When I hear that, I say, that's not even, they're walking in their soul. Don't walk on your emotions of what you're going through. Please don't. Now let's go to Philippians 4.6. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. The one essential cure for worry is prayer. For the following reasons, through prayer, we renew our trust in the Lord's faithfulness by casting all our anxieties and problems on him that he cares for us. The peace of God comes to guard our hearts and minds as a result of our communion with the Lord. God strengthens us to do all these things that he desires of us. We need to receive mercy, grace, and help in time of need. We are assured that the all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his, 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 his purpose and will for you in Romans 8.28. And the devil knows that. He knows that, but if he can get you to worry, he don't want you to get these scriptures because these scriptures can assure you that God is going to be with you. Now, let me say this here. When you're going through a situation, you're going to be tested with what the word is in you. And the enemy is going to find out what you're made of. But if you receive the word in your heart by faith, the just should live by faith, Habakkuk 2.4, and believe in your heart that God can handle you and handle this situation that you're in. And don't doubt, don't look at the circumstances. 
That's how you handle life's problems with the Word of God. I pray that this is not you. Now, Jesus gives a description of certain people and how they receive the Word of God in situations in their life. Let's look at it. Now, this scripture in Mark chapter 4 has been taken out of content by prosperity ministers because they use this uh, to uh, hustle out your money. But it does not talk about prosperity. It's talking about the individual person and how they receive the Word of God through situations in their life and how do they prevail with it. Let's look at it. Mark chapter 4, verse 1. And he began again to teach by the seaside. See, Jesus was a teacher. Teach, T-E-A-C-H. Look on the word teach, Jesus teach. And look on the word Jesus preach. He was a teacher more than a preacher. And he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered to him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and set in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things in parables and said unto them, Behold, hearken, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured up. And some fell on stony grounds where it had much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth. You have to have depth in your, in your life with the word of God. So when something come up, I can just pull scriptures. When I'm having a situation in my life, I really depend on tongues. I don't pray a natural prayer because I think the devil can hear it. Lord Jesus, can you hear? He can hear that, but he can't hear when I check out. He can't hear that, and I just keep going and keep going and keep going. That's how I pray. I pray in the Holy Ghost. And some fell on stony grounds where it had much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some some fell among thorns, and the thorns choked up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And others fell on good ground, and did yield fruit, and that sprang it up increasingly, and bringeth forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said unto them, He that have an ear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with them traveled and asked a parable, and he gave unto them. Unto you is the given no, unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without all these things are done in parable. They seeing that they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, that at any time they should be converted for their sins, behold, should be forgiven them, and he said unto them, Know ye not this parable, and how then will you know all parables? The sower sowed the word, and these are they by the wayside when the word is sown but when they have heard watch this Satan comes immediately and taking away the word that was sown in their hearts and some people go through that when they're handling life's problems the devil will take the word out of it because you refuse to yield to wait and to just believe we want to just do it ourselves because we're independent people God sees that but there are certain things that you can't do that's limited and that you have to give it to God and the power of God for him to make the transformation and wait on him. Psalm 37, you have to wait on him. So the devil can come and take the word right out of you if you're not settled, if it's not root in you. See, if the devil can get you to not to believe scripture, then he can destroy you. He doesn't like scripture. He doesn't like scripture. And these also 
They likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately received it with gladness. Watch this. And have no root in themselves. You have to have the root of word in you. So when you got a life problem, I turn to the scriptures. I don't have to call nobody. I know the Bible myself. I don't need to call nobody. To, for what? I know the word. I study the word. Do I have pride? No. I, if I feel led to, I will. But I can find the scriptures for myself to deal with this situation. And we have to be independent as people to do that and stop depending on the church to provide everything for you. Study it yourself. Look in the scriptures for yourself. Lord, I need to, you need to give me something to show me what I'm dealing with. It's all in the Bible. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. You hear it, but you ain't going to watch this. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Other things, bills, car, car note, car insurance, house note, car payments, life insurance. How do you handle your problem? Do you cast it on God or do you worry God? Telling the Lord the same thing over and over. Lord, I need you to do this here. Lord, I, I, I need you to do this here. Uh, Lord, where yet now, Lord? You're always calling on, on the Lord to deliver you, but do nothing else for him. Let me call a hotline to see can I get somebody to give me a word. I had a person call me and say, give me a word. I said, I'm not, you don't turn the Holy Ghost on and off on me. Some of us looking for quick fixes. Some of us going to church from hop to hop trying to find a word that's going to suit you. It's not God. You have to trust the Lord. I don't care what kind of problem you have. Christ is there with you. You may not see him, but he's there. I'm trying to find a scripture. If you turn to the book of Daniel, and this is a wonderful account of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego trusting in God in a severe problem that they had they was tested by fire they depended on God through this situation let's read Nazar Daniel chapter 3 verse 1 Nazar Nazar the king made an image of gold whose heights was there three score cubits and the beneath Therefore, six cubits. He set it upon the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon, which is Iraq today. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the councils, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the province to come to dedicate the image which Nebuchadnezzar, the king, has set up. Now, he brings some images, some idols here. 
Then the prince, the governor, and captain, the judge, the treasurer, the council, the sheriff, and all the rulers of the province was gathered together unto the dedication of the image of Melchizedek. The king has set up, and they stood before the image of Nebuchadnezzar and set up. Then he cried aloud to you, It is command, O people, nations, and language, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, shackle, palms, day clamors, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image of Nebuchadnezzar, the king has set up. And whosoever faileth not down and worship, shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning furnace fire. Therefore, at the time when all the people had the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, succubus, palmsy, and all kinds of music instruments, all the people of the nation and the language felt down and worshipped the golden image of Nebuchadnezzar, the king he had set up. Wherefore, at the time certain childites came near, accused the Jews. They spoke and they said, King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live the ever. Thou, O king, hast made a deceit that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sucker, the thumpsers, and declamer, and all instruments shall fall down and worship the golden image. And who's fallen not down and worship that he should be cast into the midst of the burning furnace fire. These are certain Jews who had set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do ye not serve my God, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if ye be ready, that are what time ye hear the sounds of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sacrifice, the psalmstress, the dicembre, and all kinds of musical instruments, ye shall fall down and worship the image which I have made well. But if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning furnace, a fury furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hand? Remember, we talk about how do you handle life's problems. Now, this was a problem that Shadrach, Neshach, and Bendigo had trusting in God. They're going to put him through the furnace fire. That's a problem. Look what happens. Shadrach, Neshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, the old Nazarchanazar, We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom who we serve, is able to deliver us from all the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. That's faith. Shadrach, Neshach, and Abednego, they depend on God. They could have been in fear. They could have been thinking about, well, I'm going to die. They had their mind, soul, and spirit locked on God. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the foam of his vengeance was chained against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was worth to be heated. 
And he commanded the most mighty men that were in the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning furnace. Then these men was bound in their cords, their horses, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast in the midst of the burning furnace fire. Therefore, because the king commanded was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flames of the fire slew the men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down into the midst of the burning furnace fire, or the fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spoke and said unto his counselor, Did not we cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? Then answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see a fourth man loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt on the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nazarchus came near to the mouth of the burning furnace and spoke and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye serve the most high God. Come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth in the midst of the fire. And the prince governor and captains and the captain council being gathered together saw these men upon whom body that fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head burnt, neither were their clothes changed, nor the smell of the fire had passed on them, because they trusted in the Lord God. They took their situation and their problem that they had and trusted God. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not unto thy own understanding, and he shall direct thy path. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they chose to serve God in a very, very serious situation in their life. Their hair wasn't messed up. Their clothes wasn't burnt because of that fourth man, Jesus. If God tells us to cast your care on him, please believe that. Please believe that. Strengthen your faith by hearing the word. Faith come by hearing, and hearing come by the word of God. There are people who are having some serious times everywhere worldwide. You have a Savior. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. God bless you here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Hope that you enjoyed yourself. Must be a reality So all my dreams can come to be a possibility All success start with a decision just to try Failing is inevitable if we do not fight Knowing your purpose, meaningful life Great execution brings confidence in your smile If you believe, then you can try Don't wait for more time, you can soar up to the sky Say I'm a winner, Thank you.
to greet the morning sun To ensure what I said I do what's really done now Come in my plans, I got no procrastination All weakness in my life I have to overcome No time for doubt, no time for fear Problems with someone, I will let them disappear I cannot slow down, I have to run I see the time and I must complete the vision Cause I'm a winner, green and sleep inside of me Nothing you can do to stop me from believing I know I can Ministries.com. Hope that you have a wonderful evening. May the Lord Jesus of Nazareth bless you. Shalom. And have a wonderful evening. Please show us the eat here at Live Deliverance Internet. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of our PayPal icon, you have a button. Hit that button and give and help us out. And keep us on air. We're going to close with my best friend, brother Jermaine uh, Re- Jermaine Records. <laughs> Jermaine, that with Spanish Town, Jamaica Island Records. Going back to home, uh, Kingston's Jamaica. I live in Jamaica, and I live in Kingston's Jamaica, and I love it in Jamaica. Be back in Jamaica for about six months, and back in the United States. We want to thank all of our American audience here worldwide. Also, we have reached 175,000 people we have ministered to here on Blog Talk Radio. We've been with Blog Talk Radio 17 years, independently owned, operated, 501c3, for 18 years. And we have just arrived on Rumble, and we're back on YouTube. We've had 1,227 subscribers, and due to a technicality, the Lord got us back on. And we're back on air. Also, we are streaming out of Finland every day at 12 o'clock. And you can listen to us on Rumble. You can go to Rumble to listen to us. Working on Germany, New Guinea, South Africa, China, Israel, and where is this? New Zealand. I'll be going to Ghana in January. Uh, next year, I'll be in Ghana, West Africa, for a deliverance seminar in Ghana. Live Deliverance Internet Radio will have our first annual deliverance seminar worldwide. We're going to have it in the nation of Ghana. 
We are international ministries, and we believe in casting out demons and the Sabbath. We don't believe in the fleshly mind, intellectualism, eyeballs, thinking it and figuring it out from the mind. That gets us nowhere. The mind of Christ. Amen. Ghana, put that on your on your uh, bulletin board, on your uh, planner, and we'll be making announcements when this a seminar we have, we're going to be having it in Ghana. And we're working on tickets where you can come or fly to Ghana and to take care of it and come visit the nation of Ghana. And I also am in the process here at Live Deliverance Internet. We are waiting for another pastor to get back uh, with me. And the brother is Ladias Nagayas and he is from Rwanda, and uh, he's getting a hold of me. We're trying to hook up. The Lord is getting us connected in Africa. And I tell you, God has done some mighty wonderful things uh, in this ministry. And it's real. It stands. It's solid. And God bless. Have a wonderful evening. Shalom. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.